Well, the Big 12 football season finally gets started this weekend, and who better to welcome on than ESPN's Matt Schick, joining us here on Heartland College Sports Weekly, part of heartlandcollegesports.com. I'm Pete Mundo, of course, Matt, also involved with ESPN Radio and SiriusXM. And before we get it rolling with Matt Schick, uh, please take a second out, guys. Leave us a rating, review, subscribe to the podcast as we get the season underway. It helps us tremendously, and we are sending out free Heartland College Sports koozies in return to keep your beer cold during uh, game day this fall. So just send me a screenshot of your rating and review to Pete Mundo. That's Pete, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com, and we'll get you that koozie in the mail. Appreciate it, guys. And, Matt, it's great to have you here on the show. Now, also this week, you're heavily involved with the Big 12 Media Days, two teams per day all week on ESPN Plus, Big 12 Now. What has this process been like for you here? It's been interesting, Pete. Thanks for having me on. Uh, Yeah, and and I get people saying, well, it's not really media day when you don't have the media uh, able to ask questions, and I get that. I think we're all adapting here at this point. Uh, You know, you sell something as media days, and, um, you know, you, you certainly want to follow through on that. But uh, at the same time, we hope we're asking the questions that people want answered. And the coaches were kind enough to give us their time. And, and Dusty Dvorak did a bunch of interviews for us. And so, you know, you do a 20, 25 minute interview, but you can't throw that whole thing up there. So you try and pick the two or three best answers and incorporate those into the into the uh, media day special. And so, yeah, two teams a day, we'll get through. You know, that's the best thing about 10 teams in the Big 12. You can hammer it out Monday through Friday, two teams. It's nice and symmetrical, and it'll be interesting. You know, Dusty's got uh, some interesting takes on what he thinks will happen in the Big 12, but it's good to be, you know, we're all adapting here, like I said. And uh, he and I were in separate rooms, separate parts of the country doing this and taping this with a producer who is in a another part of the country. And so it's uh, – it's interesting to do media days on Zoom, but I hope people enjoy it. <laughs> no doubt about it. Now, Matt, I mean, the Big 12 is uh, just outside of KU. I think you can make a case for just about any team beating any other team on any given Saturday. As we get ready for this Big 12 season, what do you think is the most interesting storyline or storylines uh, to keep an eye on? Well, I think it starts in Oklahoma. And it starts in Oklahoma because of the streak that they've been on with a, you know five straight Big 12 titles and uh, what they've been able to do in getting to the college football playoff. Three straight 12-win seasons, three straight playoff appearances, been to the playoff for the last five, yet still haven't been able to get a win. Yet here we go with the Sooners uh, with an actual recruited high school quarterback that did not transfer in that they're going to try and win with. And, and plus they're dealing with some suspensions, you know, Trey Sermon transfers to Ohio state, Kennedy Brooks opts out. And so it, it's going to be interesting. And, you know, Murray out on, at linebacker, not there anymore off to the NFL. And you say, okay, where are we right now? If you're Oklahoma, and if there is a team, if there's a year to catch them, is this the year? I mean, my take is if you're not going to catch Oklahoma this year, uh, with a freshman quarterback and, and with some questions, um, then I don't I don't know if you're going to. And so I think that is the storyline during this season is if Lincoln Riley can kind of I don't want to say pull a rabbit out of his hat because there is a ton of talent here. And anytime you have you know the number one dual thread quarterback uh, uh, under center, um, you know you've you've got to like your chances. But there's just some moving pieces here. It'll be interesting to see if they can take a, a step forward or at least 
maintain what they've had considering who they've got coming in. Yeah, no doubt about it. ESPN's Matt Schick is joining us here previewing the Big 12 football season. So on that note, Matt, one thing I also think doesn't get enough attention is home field advantage. You know, OU's got the Mm -hmm. best home field advantage in the Big 12 when you've got capacities at 20%. uh, How much of a role or how much lesser of a role does that play? Is that an angle that, whether it's the Big 12 or, frankly, any other conference, should be looked at more when we talk about things like uh, spreads and, and that ilk that typically play a factor that may not play as big of a factor this year? Yeah, I was talking to a on my Sunday morning ESPN radio show. I was talking to Joe Fortenball about that because I was asking in the vein of the NFL. You know, when you think about the Kansas City Chiefs, your neck of the woods, mm-hmm. where it's like, okay, I mean, you got you got a you know fifth of the way full. What does that mean in an Arrowhead Stadium? That's usually a great home field advantage. And you know, his thought on that, at least in the NFL variety, was yeah, it's typically three three and a half points, so maybe a drop at a point and then see where that goes from there. I think in the college game, you know, the interesting thing about it is, you know, you know what the college game has turned into, and it's turned into a lot of audibling at the line. We saw that, you know, Monday night with, you know, Navy uh, calling out plays and BYU, just the communication between the huddle and the quarterback and the sidelines. And, and I think, you know, this may sound odd, but I think it might work into Oklahoma's advantage with a young quarterback being able to communicate both on the road and at home. Uh, that that might be a good thing. But, yeah, in terms of home field advantage, look, the Big 12 is as rugged as it gets in college football. And whether it's half filled, uh, 100% full, or 20% full, these games are going to be tough. And it's to me, it's probably a wash all the way around. Um but, you know, does does a Kansas State beat Oklahoma last year if there's only 10,000 people in the crowd? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. You know, so there's, there's something to be said for, you know, big, uh, big Mo, known as momentum in a game where the crowd isn't behind you. Yeah, it's a great point. And um, there's no question it will play a role in some way this fall. Hey, guys, it's Pete Mundo. And now that the Big 12 season is back, that means winning season is back at my bookie. It's such an important partnership for us. And at MyBookie, they've got the promo code you don't want to miss. Doubling your first deposit by using the promo code BIG12. That's BIG12. And double your first deposit now and get betting on those BIG12 games. So be sure to sign up now and get your first deposit matched dollar for dollar all the way up to $1,000 at MyBookie with the promo code BIG12. That's BIG12. The season is here. So let's get these bets going. Of course, I release my picks every Friday at heartlandcollegesports.com. And then with our pals at MyBookie, you make the winning a reality. They've also got a super contest, which is picking five NFL games against the spread each week to have a chance at $100,000 guaranteed in cash prizes. So make your picks, win big, collect that cash, use our promo code BIG12, BIG12, and double your first deposit now. It's a no-brainer. Your winning season begins today only at MyBookie. So, Matt, as you look around this conference then and you see Oklahoma State, Texas, maybe an Iowa State sneaking up there, uh, where are you looking for the team that if you were to say, hey, who's going to pick off the Sooners? Who can be that team? Uh, What direction is Matt Schick looking? Well, I I was asked that actually last week on on a Charlotte radio show as well, and I I, I think it's Oklahoma State. Um, and I, you know, you kind of hesitate a little bit with some of the off-field stuff that happened. You wonder, okay, is everyone on board, yeah. locker room, et cetera, et cetera. But 
you can't get past the fact that they've got the three-headed monster on offense with Hubbard, Wallace, and Sanders. Uh, and Sanders is, you know, it, as long as he stays healthy, Wallace missed a handful of games as long as he stays healthy. All of those are qualifiers. But I think, you know, we're going to be talking about Oklahoma State this week, Dusty and I, and I think the thing you'll find is that, and this will be surprising, but the headline of this team might in fact be their defense. And if you're going to say that about Oklahoma State and you know the offense is essentially a given, you're probably plugging in, you know, 2,000 yards on a 12-game schedule, 13, okay, what is it on 10 or 11 games for Chuba Hubbard? Um, But you know what you're getting there on offense. Defense only loses one starter. Uh, Amen Agbangbamiga is a name I've uh, perfected over the last 12 months, (laughs) one of the best linebackers in the country. Devin Harper had a good camp. Calvin Bund, did you know where you're getting a defensive end? Trace Ford is a guy that we're going to mention this week about a, you know, an X factor that could be a huge, uh, provide some big dividends this year along that front. And uh, look, if, if if you're going to catch Oklahoma, like I said, it might as well be this year. And Coach Gundy, considering what happened in the off season, there's going to be a lot of pressure on him, more so I think than in years past, to finally get over the hump this year. I mean, he's only two and thirteen against the Sooners since he's been the head coach, and and that's got to change. But if I had to pick a team outside of Oklahoma, uh, I would say Oklahoma State because I don't think the gap is as sizable as it's been in years past. And I think in a year like this, when you've got continuity on offense and defense, that can be a, that can be a huge bonus. Matt, when you look at the Texas Longhorns uh, and Tom Herman, two new coordinators, how much pressure is there on him this year? And does the fact that, you know, COVID is decimating athletic departments, does that play a role in not just saving Tom Herman's job potentially if things don't go well, but every other college football coach who's got a, you know, several million dollar buyout on the uh, on the contract? Yeah, you've got, you've got to really be certain uh, and have everyone in your regions and everyone on board to uh, get rid of a coach if that's what you want to do. Although Southern Miss and Coach Hobson might disagree after he was already <laughs> fired after one game and the loss to UAB. But yeah, I don't I don't think most, if not any, of these Power Five jobs are are going to be open after this year simply because of the financials. You can't furlough fifty or fifty employees plus or not fill jobs and then say, okay, let's back up the Brink's truck, Brink truck to uh, to fire a coach. But I think there's no doubt that as the head coach at Texas um, and where this program was at a couple of years ago, look, there's a great thing about winning early. It builds momentum. The downside is the expectations increase. And two years ago, you had that 10-win season capped off by beating Georgia in the Sugar Bowl. That was really supposed to be a launching pad for 2019. And then what happened last year? You have the injuries, you get some inconsistency getting in the way. They go to an eight and five record. Yeah, they win the bowl game for the second straight year, but you wonder, okay, what what tangible evidence can we show that this team is going to be better? The deal is they've got a it's one of those rare experiences where rare years where you could say, Well, they weren't very good on defense last year and they bring a lot of experience from that back. Can that be a good thing? I actually think it can be because of the injuries that they had and Stearns and company on the back end. I think the defense is going to be much better. Offensive coordinator Mike Yersich, who spent time at Oklahoma State and Ohio State, Tom Herman is on record saying he loves the pairing of coach 
and quarterback there at Texas. I think Sam Ellinger is one of the more unheralded quarterbacks. He's been there since 1975. I think everyone's excited about what he's going to bring. But yeah, in terms of pressure, you know, when you lose the receivers that they lost in Duvernay and Johnson, I'm excited to see B. John Robinson at running back, a guy who is awesome in covering him and recruiting out of the state of Arizona. Um, you know, Tyreek Black, the transfer from Michigan, is is listed as a starter going into the opener. So I think that's the interesting side of the ball. But defensively, like you said, I mean, the seventh worst single season scoring defense in school history. I mean, they're they're giving up six yards of play. And yeah, maybe all of that was against LSU and Joe Burrow. But uh, you know, this <laughs> team has got to turn. They've got to turn a corner defensively. And when you're replacing coordinators again, um, you know, that's really on you. And so, you know, hopefully he got it right this time. Matt Schick, ESPN's joining us. Uh, Matt, when you look at these second-year head coaches in this conference, uh, Chris Kleiman at Kansas State, Neil Brown at West Virginia, uh, throwing, of course, Les Miles at Kansas, and then Matt Wells at Texas Tech. Which one of these year-two seasons are and coaches are you most intrigued by to see either what improvements or, or lack thereof are going to be made? Well, that's a, that's a good question. I, I immediately go to Kleiman because of the – of the year that he had last year getting eight wins and getting that win over Oklahoma. Um, and there was some concern, okay, what can he bring in some of that success that he had at North Dakota state winning multiple national championships? Yeah. He might not win a national title at Kansas state, but this, it was a seamless transition there. And, you know, Skylar Thompson coming back, I think is, is nice for him. You lose your entire offensive line essentially, but um, you've got, You've got Texas and Oklahoma State at home, which helps. You've got to go to Oklahoma and Iowa State. So I, I would kind of peg Kansas State as, okay, it was last year one of those, hey, you kind of caught a little lightning in a bottle. They always say year two is a lot like is essentially year one because you've got to reload a little bit. Your recruits are finally in, at least your freshman class, and maybe paying some dividends. So we'll see on that front. Um, if there's a team I'm concerned about in year two, um, I, I don't think you can look any farther than Lawrence, Kansas. Um, you know, there's, they got three wins last year, but you look at that schedule and it's hard to pick out more than one or two wins. And, mm-hmm. you know, what does that mean for Les miles? Again, I don't think he's in any jeopardy. You know what he inherited there, but you know, David Beatty got four years. Turner Gill got two years. Charlie Weiss got you know, a little more than three. How many years does Les Miles need to try and turn this thing around? You don't know who your quarterback is. Maybe it's Thomas McVitie. You know it revolves around Puka Williams. What's the defense going to do? You know, I, I think one thing that might benefit a team like Kansas is the NCAA rule where nobody's losing a year of eligibility. And in a developmental program like Kansas, where you can have freshmen get in there and play, and guy, older guys get an extra year in the system, guys who likely aren't going to be first-round picks, that's huge and a great opportunity. But I would be – if I'm a Kansas fan, I'm looking at that schedule going, man, I really could have used that non-conference. Um, <laughs> that's so that, true. To kind of put, put a couple of wins away. Uh, no doubt about it. Matt Schick, ESPN, is here on the show. Matt, thank you so much for uh, your perspective. I know it's a busy week getting the season going. I uh, love the work as always. Appreciate what you're doing. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much. Yeah, Pete, anytime. Check it out. Big 12 now uh, tonight and the rest of the week. It was great to be a part of it, and it should be a fun year. Thanks, Pete. 
You bet. He's ESPN's Matt Schick on the show. I'm Pete Mundo. Please take a moment out, guys. Leave us that rating and review. Send me a screenshot to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com. And our partners at MyBookie. That's mybookie.ag, promo code BIG12, BIG12, for a 100% deposit bonus right now. Don't want to miss it. Use the promo code BIG12. And you'll get your hookup today over at MyBookie. Thanks so much, guys. We'll talk to you soon.